When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Hey, gang. Big news in the world of We Hate Movies live appearances in this one. Well, you better get your holiday coat on because it's not happening until December. We're so excited. It's actually a hometown show for this Jersey boy. Only you. Jersey City's beautiful White Eagle Hall will be hosting the We Hate Movies podcast, and we're going to be talking about a Christmas movie, Eric Siska. What is that movie? Oh, my God. Uh, (laughs) It is the Santa Claus, the original film. Either way, is it original? Yeah, it's original. The first one. Tim Allen (laughs) finds a fat so falls off his roof. Yep. yep, we're gonna be talking all about it on December seventh, which is a day that will live in infamy. <laughs> White Eagle Hall. I mean, it, it incidentally lives in infamy. We right. we're just we're to yeah. the side of it. We're adding to the infamy. Yeah, it's, just, exactly. it's more infamy because this will be uh, our debut in Jersey City, and this is what it's come down to, folks. Steve Sadak refusing to get on planes, mm-hmm. refusing right. to get a driver's license to help That's out right. with rent-a-cars. I refuse to get on a train for this show. I'm fucking right. walking. Oh I gotta walk to the venue. So I guess this is the new normal, gang. Only wherever Steve's <laughs> legs can carry him. But it's an awesome venue, and it's really close to the train. If you're like you're in the, in the city or if you want to drive in from Pennsylvania, wherever. Mm-hmm. Right, the path train's not too far, right? path train's a, a stone's throw away. A area. stone's throw, folks. Come on out the White Eagle Hall. That's right. Tickets are on sale now, so get them in advance. Get them fast. This is going to be a popular show. December 7th, White Eagle Hall, Jersey City, New Jersey. Tickets available right now at whmpodcast.com. It's Christmas time again. It's time to be nice to the Is this just an embarrassing G.I. Joe ripoff? It's more of a toy commercial, I feel is fair. <laughs> I mean, like in, in the sense that they're all toy commercials. Sure. Yes. Yeah. This is a G.I. Joe ripoff. But this is like a show for boys and boys alone. Oh, boys alone big time. White I mean, boys specifically. <laughs> Are you a white boy? You're going to love this. Eric, you actually referred to it as the uh, the Chocobot Hour, which, I mean, that's... <laughs> yes, yes. It's probably the most accurate, although this wasn't giving me seizures. Well, because there are moments in this cartoon where um, accessories attach themselves to bodies. <laughs> yeah. You're getting, like, the alternate versions of characters that yeah, you can buy. Yeah, that's a real, put down these Mattel products. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the whole point of the show, is, like, the toy is the show. Like, even more so than G.I. Joe. Like, G.I. Joe is to- a toy commercial wherein there'd be all these different characters. This one, which is even cheaper, you have three, <laughs> and then you just give them different outfits to wear to get into different missions. 
Therefore, and they they also have like these peg holes that can attach for the things, which is exactly what a toy would do. My God, it's the cheapest, most obvious fucking commercial ever. This is Animation Damnation. I'm Andrew Jupin alongside Steven Sadak and Eric Siska. We're talking about an embarrassing cartoon called Centurions. The episode in question, Day of the Animals. I think you mean Day of the Animals. Yeah, I do. Uh, we're gruff <laughs> white men. Oh, no, the animals. Originally aired November 26th, 1986. So I guess this was their Thanksgiving episode. That's <laughs> <laughs> what oh, we're man, led to believe. Oh, man, there some turkeys that came into life or whatever. <laughs> so real quick. This show in the near future, it's three dudes, uh-huh. three white dudes. Uh, Max yeah, Ray, that sounds familiar to me. Max Ray, three white dudes. He's Seops. Do they have a podcast? Not yet. Jake Rockwell, <laughs> he's Land Ops, and Ace Wait. McCloud. <laughs> well, I don't, he's he's naturally oh, Air. Okay, ops. now that guy. Ace McCloud. Right. His brother is Connor McCloud of the Clan McCloud, Highlander. Yeah. And the other guy, what was his name? Rockwell? Jake Rockwell or Max Ray? Rock, Jay Rockwell. Now his brother. Jake. Jake. The hard K in there. (laughs) Jake Rockwell. Yeah. His brother is Norman Rockwell. Oh, wow. Painter of, (laughs) of, of American life back when America was great. I couldn't get it. I didn't have Norman's fanciness with the arts, so I needed land vehicles with missiles (laughs) on them. And a dog. I decided to paint with blood. (laughs) Can I just say? The human body would be my canvas. (laughs) God. Fighting all sorts of cyborgs (laughs) and dogs and whatever. Toy commercial aside character design in this movie gets an f plus movie or cartoon i just wish there was a centurions movie i guess you and me both uh no character design in this show gets an f plus because how is it that only one of these guys has a big bushy mustache (laughs) that should be three by three mandatory lip lip caterpillars max ray tom Selleck had a fucking suit you know what i mean like (gasps) Yeah, an, an 80s adaptation of this is a big movie with Tom Selleck. Sign me up. It's the natural casting but choice. Speaking of character design, why yeah. does everyone have two necks? Because they have like, it's like, this is my human body. And kind of next to it is my robot arms. It's well, really, this, un- it's, it makes me uncomfortable. But yeah, they've got a head and a neck and it looks like. When they get they into belong- their cyborg costumes. Right. It looks like they need. Like it's like there's like a neck, there's like a metal neck on this metal arm, and it's like a bigger shoulder. And they look like they're meant to have two heads. Well, you're yeah. specifically talking about uh, the two bad guys, the bad guys uh, okay. Hacker and Doc. What Doc Terror and his cyborg companion Hacker? Oh, pardon me. Now where they share a condo in Florida. <laughs> so basically, the Centurions, this is my friend Hacker. The Centurions are like a world peace organization that live inside of a spaceship that orbits the world. Yes, uh, and Jake has a dog. <laughs> Uh, Crystal, does anyone know that I've been watching a lot of this cartoon? This, uh, wait, Steve, you watched this growing up. So I did, yeah. That me, my is brother did. Unconscionable. Uh, I watched this for the first time an hour and a half ago. They have a uh, a lady that does ops for them uh, yes. named Crystal, who has a monkey that does nothing. A monkey who they draw it so that because it's a lady monkey, uh, Lucy. 
Lucy has a same sort of head hairstyle <laughs> as Crystal. Because <laughs> why styling not? together? Hey, you uh, better make that monkey look like her female co-worker. <laughs> Designer of Centurions. And Doctor is your Doctor Claw, and he's a cyborg who looks like a pile of garbage. Looks like Ronald Reagan in the middle of like Superman three when that lady turns into a cyborg. But if it didn't, if it didn't quite take, it's like if Ronald Reagan fell in a vat of acid, uh-huh. and they only kind of saved part of him, like RoboCop. Wait, yeah. wait till they get a load of me, mommy. I'm Robo Ron. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's what it looks like. He would and be called Doc Terror at that point, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Or actually, that's probably the closest you'd get to Emperor Reagan. Yeah. yeah. And then you got Yule Brenner, who's Hacker. <laughs> and for- Yule Brenner as Hacker. <laughs> I'll live forever, mommy. <laughs> oh, fucking terrifying. Controlling the country, right? Finally, mommy, now we can take a firm stance and fight HIV AIDS. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I'm going to sell weapons to death squads. <laughs> we can arm the Taliban, mommy. <laughs> Finally, with my cyborg arm. No, so. Yul Brenner, get a hold of Hollywood. <laughs> Make Rambo be friends with Osama bin Laden. Man, that Rambo 3 is kind of weird looking back, isn't uh-huh. it? Uh-huh. Yikes. Yeah. Where do you think they learned it from? Rambo from watching yeah. Rambo three. <laughs> Rambo Rambo showed up and taught them how to hijack planes. If if I can change, you can change. We can all change. Oh wait, wrong Sylvester Stallone character. <laughs> so in this episode, uh, one of Doctor always has crazy plans. This time, <laughs> I guess, is turning. Animals into cyborgs. Or it's a man's best friend situation. Yes, uh, minus the acid piss. <laughs> This cartoon could stay use a little tuned. acid piss. Yeah, that is a stay tuned. Possibly for the 2016 Spooktacular. That's a pretty scary movie. Uh, <laughs> you got Lance Henriksen. Of course, it's terrifying. Uh, yeah, so the plan is he's going to like uh, do this operation on a dog. <laughs> and the dog is going to be like a cyborg sure. uh, robot dog, like man's best friend. Uh, well, of course... You know, this this companion hacker, mm-hmm. uh, he botches kidding. the whole thing. What a bumbler. This knucklehead. Uh, but <laughs> as Doc Terror points out, uh, this uh, this dude's buffoonery is trumped by his genius. <laughs> uh, because even though the operation goes wrong, the dog... Ha- like. This guy can control the dog's mind through this computer device, but the dog somehow has the physical strength of a, of, of a cyborg without having any machinery built into it. He's, like, biting through steel, and I'm like, that doesn't make sense. Like, he glows pink, which is cartoon lingo for superpowers. Or hypnotized, like brainwashed <laughs> in your <laughs> a eyes. A little bit of both. And now he's, like, biting through steel? It's weird. I guess it's, like... The dog was just permanently put on PCP is the idea. <laughs> and like when all of this wears off, like his teeth are going to fall out. He's yeah. just going to fall down dead. Yeah, yeah. He'll, you know, he'll, feel, the, he'll feel the effects finally. Yeah, that sweet, sweet high, that invincibility high, man, that you just get with Angel Dust, baby. You're just on cloud oh, 12. Shit, man. Yeah, man. You're running through brick walls with that shit. Oh, man. Just ask Doc Terror. Right, yeah. Doc Terror. Yeah. God, it's terrible. Picks him up. That, that, that's an Ellis Island situation. 
<laughs> really? It was, it was Tara Winsky? Yeah. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Doctor! Terowitz, huh? How about terror? <laughs> now you're a supervillain in another... <laughs> In another, uh, that's Victor, Victor Von Doom. Uh, you Doctor Doom now, pal. Yeah, that Ellis Island set that family up for evil. <laughs> wait, wait, Von Doom was his. That's his Christian name. Yeah, that's not any different than Doom. <laughs> yeah, it means from Doom. <laughs> well, now he's not from Doom. He he's just, is Doom, oh, and he's see? the Doctor of it. The doctor is in there. Well, they're not giving them doctorates. No, no, I, I'm pretty sure that they did. Really? In you see, science? Mighty Marvelites, you could get your doctorate in anything back in the day, including Doom. Just hard. Now, just get onto a boat and disguise yourself as a Polack immigrant. <laughs> <laughs> and then say you're a doctor, and they'll make you a doctor. Funny you should mention Stanley, uh, because this show was character designed by... It was Lewinsky, and he's now Stanley. Stanley's Wait. old enough to have gone through Ellis <laughs> Stan the man. He's in his 90s now. Yeah, oh, he's in his 190s. There's a picture of him aging somewhere. <laughs> no, he... Uh, uh, that picture j- must look okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a different deal than Oscar. Than, uh, it's not the same Dorian picture. Dorian Gray? It's not the same picture deal that Paul Rudd has. I'll tell you that no, much. Just... Recently celebrating his 47th birthday, I just saw. <laughs> Holy fuck. Could have fooled me. Paul Rudd was my high school roommate. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Rudd and I fought WWE. Shut up. High school roommate? <laughs> <laughs> It was so old, they went to an old boarding school, a separate piece style high school. Gotcha. Makes total okay. sense. Makes total sense. No, but what I was we were say, in the service together after that. <laughs> Jack Kirby, uh-huh. uh, because he was shafted from Marvel, and Stan was reaching all, reaping all the benefits for all the characters they both created. Yeah, had to turn to cartoon work. Such like the Centurion. Oh no! Yeah, this is like a sixty-year-old like Jack no. Kirby on Social Security making the fucking Centurions <laughs> while Just Stan to, is counting yeah. fat fucking stacks. Just to pay for his like prescriptions that month. <laughs> yeah, exactly. God, now I'm just picturing Jack Kirby standing on a chair with a noose around his neck, doodling a Centurion, <laughs> and he's just like, if this one don't work. I'm going to kick this chair. And he just starts yeah. drawing. And all he, he just keeps thinking of Stanley in his head like, we're both going to make it big, Jack. We're both going to make it big, Jack. <laughs> Keep drawing those cartoons, Jack. Friends forever. <laughs> ever. 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 Now I'm ever. drawing a mustache on a robot. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever the fuck this is. I can't tell whose robots are not. Centurions aren't robots? No, they're just dudes in like cybernetic suits. Oh god! Okay. It's like a a more uh, it's like a more impossible Iron Man suit. Yes, because the other thing that's built into this Speaking suit, of Jack Kirby. <laughs> the other thing that's built into these suits that's kind of ridiculous is they can transport, uh, like like teleport, yeah, anywhere in the world. Sure, uh-huh. I mean, because why not? That we're makes the, things to easier. be fair. We're in the near future. Oh. Oh, oh, I, I see. Know. So it's not 1986. It's 1999. So oh, wow. clearly <laughs> we can teleport wherever we want. But it's like is it, it's like a shared world with William Gibson. Everything's <laughs> futuristic and crazy. I'm jacked in. I'm a centurion. <laughs> well, I'm Johnny Mnemonic. And I'm bringing you information. <laughs> 
So can I say that I think Ace McCloud is the biggest scumbag out of the Centurion? Big time. I can tell you why. So we have this scene where Crystal is teaching a self-defense class to a bunch of people on a space station. <laughs> I don't know who these people are. You've never seen them before. Did people go from Earth? I mean, it's the near future. I guess I think it's, easy it's enough. the 2001 crew. Oh, uh, well, I see. It might be a thing like the Enterprise where like people were just living on it yeah. for amounts of time for no reason. I mean, because this is a big space station. It can't just be run by three Centurions, a monkey, and Crystal. <laughs> <There's> <laughs> to be, to be quite honest, the, the, the Centurions aren't doing much. They're just... They're, yeah. They're, show me where to shoot, basically. Exactly. So Crystal's teaching the self-defense course, and she's trying to tell people like how you can take somebody down. And she goes, who will volunteer to grab me? At which point, Ace McCloud jumps in <laughs> with, I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> to which Crystal says... Grab me from behind, to which Ace McCloud responds, I've been waiting to do this for a long time. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude, I've got kids here. <laughs> totally. They're eating fucking cereal and playing with your crappy toys. I don't want to think about behind action. Oh, man. And then, you well, know, Crystal flips this dude over. Something for the adults out there, <laughs> you know? But then the funny I gotta thing watch is, the Centurions, I might as well get a little something. It's kind of... Your- <laughs> It's kind of your classic April O'Neil situation where she's everybody's girlfriend. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Yeah. Like it's never really specified. Yeah. She's like, oh, my boys. You know, Yikes. she's she everyone and no one's boy girlfriend. She definitely wasn't dating that pig boss at Channel 6 News, though. No, absolutely not. That guy was disgusting. No, I mean just the turtles only. Oh, turtles only. <laughs> <laughs> only. Yay. So animal mind control is the big plot of this. Uh, The land dude, uh, his dog, they're on a separate training mission in the desert. Uh, the they're do- a vision quest, I guess. <laughs> totally. He's looking for peyote. Exactly. He, he, there's all these holograms of lizard people he's shooting at. Dude, these are dinosaurs with bulletproof vests on. <laughs> that's a real problem. Oh, you yeah? Know? Yeah, that's what Reagan was. <laughs> oh, the reptilians. Yes. We need Star Wars, Mommy, to get... Catch these dirty reptilians. <laughs> oh, I was watching a news program called The Centurions. <laughs> yeah, but Reagan was a reptilian. I, but, you know, he might have wanted to consolidate power by taking out all the other players in the right. reptilian high command. Which yeah, is the, the other generals the, and stuff. Yeah, the Illuminati. Now sure. I'm the only one, Mommy. <laughs> I'm the last reptilian. <laughs> yeah, he whips out that snake tongue. Oh yeah. So um the dog uh who are, Shadow uh please yes. And uh he gets uh mind controlled by doctor and J- Jake Rockwell for as much as he loves this dog draws immediately on it with his gun. Oh man. He's like, he oh, pulls- Shadow heal. Uh-oh, got to shoot <laughs> you in the head. It's awesome. <laughs> When one heel fails, he instantly cuts to, well, better blow its head off. It's like, ah, oh, set it to stun. But I mean, like, you don't know. It's stun for a guy. You don't yeah. know what it's going to do to a fucking husky. I love the, I'll set it to stun and all will be fun. Yeah, my ass. So Rockwell. he's firing on this dog. This dog's trying to bite his throat out. And it's just a man fighting a dog. A la Jim Belushi in the first canine, just wrestling <laughs> this hound in the desert. But it ter- so it turns out that the end game is Doc Terror wants to turn, like, control all the animals on Earth to yes. create an uprising so that to destabilize humanity so he could take over. Yeah. This would have been a, an amazing twist ending to one of those Planet of the Apes sequels. <laughs> Like, oh, yeah, no, apes 
got sentient from um, this terror wave from oh, the weird. Centuri- from the space station of <laughs> Cyborg Doc Man, ter- cyborgs and Doc <laughs> Terror, and then Doc Terror is like calling the shots all along. See, at the end of that Mark Wahlberg movie, instead of Abe Lincoln, it should have been Doc Terror. Oh, totally, dude. A- oh, and Lance Henriksen me. as Doc Terror. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. I just realized, I, I think I said Abe Lincoln. I meant Ape Lincoln. <laughs> oh, oh, right. Yeah, I was confused yeah. for a second. I was like, Abe Lincoln's not in that movie. <laughs> no. Ape Lincoln is. <laughs> well, oh, the- do you mean Ape Ram Lincoln? <laughs> Come to Burton World and get a picture with Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> God, that movie's fucking stupid. Um, so, but he also <laughs> want, turns the monkey against its uh, controllers and gains control of the Centurion space station. And all these people that were taking self defense classes are gone, totally gone. So, S- Crystal is being put into a cell, uh, and she does a self defense flip of hacker. But I mean, like, dude. That guy's got to weigh as much as a car, right? Like, it's just a big robot. Like, it's like flipping a transformer. You get, no matter what, the, whatever, uh, you know, self defense judo you've taken, you're not flipping a fucking car. And here's the big boner that Crystal commits in this scene because she flips this huge robot over and she's like, yeah, see, never underestimate your opponent or whatever it is. She repeats some line that she tells that pervert Ace McCloud. <laughs> But then she walks Say it slower, baby. <laughs> she walks out of this cell and she doesn't close the door. Or kill him. Or kill him, I yeah, guess. I mean, Dump a bunch of water on him. <laughs> <laughs> what I love about when the ape uh, gets its mind taken over is Doc Terra is like, okay, now you just have to take out that control panel. <laughs> Take over that computer or something like that. And it's just the worst production design in this in this cartoon. The ape just turns around and, like, puts its finger up to a control panel. And all of a sudden, this computer just starts frizzing out all over the place. No, ape. I told you to cut the green wire. <laughs> well, yeah, the production you design was... You cut the red wire. <laughs> the production design was shitty because Jack Kirby was staying up late watching Stanley on David Letterman <laughs> trying to finish his designs. How... What was the Marvel situation like in 1986? I mean, like, Stanley had an honorary position as, like, editor-in-chief or something, even though he did Jack Diddley shit for, like, 20 years. But was this where, like, the money trouble was kicking in? That's, like, the, that's, like, that's like the mid-90s. When, oh, like, so when, this, when they the were, bottom falls out. They were still riding high on the hog then. Absolutely. And, they, you know, they were making Spider-Man cartoon shows and all oh, sorts shit, of stuff. Oh, shit, yeah. Jack Kirby was definitely shooting his TV. <laughs> Fucking Travis Bickling, that TV. Did he die on the toilet? <laughs> Not to my knowledge. Well, because Elvis shot TVs. Oh, he, right. I think so. Well, right? Jack Kirby didn't die in a golden toilet, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Clancy, use the remote. <laughs> so uh, the Centurion's uh, Shadow's love for Jake overwhelms uh, Doctor's programming. Yeah, he's like, come on, boy, don't you remember? It's me. It's me, Jake. And then it's like this stupid flashback of this dog's life (laughs) back to like Jake saving it when it's a puppy and he's like putting a bandage around it. Dear God, what are we even watching? (laughs) The dog's like the pink hypnotized eyeballs like fades away and the dog just starts like licking uh, Jake's face. And the other two centurions who beam in and do absolutely nothing are just like, well, the day is saved. The dog's licking his face again. 
And yep. that's kind of, it's just like, yep, all right, Cinderian's great job. Meanwhile, in the cities, elephants and lions, the, oh, it's man. A, the uh-huh. carnage by these animals. They're all rising up. They're, they're, distru- they're knocking over car- cars and stuff. And because they're like, not only just animals, but they're invincible. Like, they're sh- robot police are shooting them with guns. Dude, it's a cameo by the uh, security guards from Chopping Mall. <laughs> so this beam uh-huh. not only gave them... The strength of a cyborg. Uh-huh. Yes. But control for Doc Terror, it doesn't make a lot of sense, does it? <laughs> well, it's a cartoon but the... for baby idiots. <laughs> <laughs> well, then why didn't I get it? <laughs> that's a good question. Why isn't it all our favorite cartoons? Exactly. It's mine. The, the one thing that's a bummer about this episode is they don't have Max Ray, who's the water specialist, is... There's not that ham-fisted... Most episodes have a thing where, like, all right, Doc Terror is attacking this uh, this uh, this uh, base, where, which has an air area, a land area, and wouldn't you know a swimming pool that you can get into, Max? Like, it's a real kind of night boat situation. Well, it's sort of awesome, because it's like, you, you feel like Max is looking around like, oh, great. Oh, this episode takes place where? A space station, a major metropolitan area, and the desert... <laughs> I guess I have the week off, Centurions. <laughs> Not much I can do with my sea abilities. <laughs> but they decide they have to, like... So the Doc Terra takes over their, like, transportation system. So there's this really ridiculous line where Ace, or one of them goes... I think it's Ace. He's like, we'll have to get up there the old-fashioned route. Spacecraft. <laughs> what the fuck? That's the old-fashioned route? Jesus. Well, you know, it's it's the near future. You could just hotwire a car, a flying car into space. I thought they were going to have to, like, jump out Star Trek into darkness style and fly oh, across. Man. That would have been pretty cool. But no, they just take the car. <laughs> Basically, they just sort of rewire this, like, Honda Centro or something, and uh-huh. it's like... Up we go in this car to space. You know what's unfair, though? Like, so Max Ray, he's got 70% of the Earth because it's water. Right. Uh, Jake Rockwell's got the land, which is where all your buildings and caverns are. Ace McCloud has the sky. But not only that, uh-huh. he has space. In, in He's got infinity, dude. Yeah. Like, it, well, well, not infinity. But, you know, it's big. <laughs> it's very big. We better get Neil deGrasse Tyson on the line to try to fact-check Centurions right. and the space I mean, you, size. Could, you couldn't get another black guy, maybe, to do space, too? Like, maybe there's, a, there's another guy on the team that does space. Please, if it was a black guy handling space, they'd kill him off in the pilot. <laughs> maybe that did happen in the pilot. <laughs> maybe. But like, I would, sorry, good buddy, you're gonna have to take one for the team and be murdered. But <laughs> I would love someone like that to explain to me now. Okay, the universe is expanding. They say that, but didn't it start contracting recently? It did, which is very terrifying. <laughs> good. That's because Doc Terra is getting closer. <laughs> oh shit, right. Doc Terra is coming back. Hey, at the end of the Centurions, is he finally murdered? And then, like, uh, <laughs> you know, they take him apart, they dismantle him, they turn him into a Ford Focus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's the ultimate humiliation. I'm now a Ford Focus. <laughs> yeah, someone stuffs a gas nozzle up his... Uh... <laughs> exactly. 
So yeah, Ace McCloud gets some space gear because he owns the sky and all the moon, all of <laughs> all of God's playground. Also heaven, right? Yeah. Is there any heaven in you watched all this shit? <laughs> Is there any heaven in this? You know, like they get to they go to heaven and hang out or something? Uh no, but there is an episode where Merlin shows up. <laughs> the Merlin? The Merlin. Well, yeah. that's dumb. Of- <laughs> So King Arthur's confirmed. Yeah, King Arthur's same <laughs> all, universe. All that shit happened. <laughs> the Britons. Hey, I think hey the- Jack, I heard you tried to draw Merlin this week. <laughs> you Get make out. rent? Get out of my house. <laughs> what are you doing here? I bought your house. <laughs> <laughs> and you're evicted, mighty Marvelite. Get out on the street. <laughs> all the glory for Stan Lee. Jack, I got money on how fast you'll starve to death out there. New York's a tough place. See you, good buddy. You can't even afford a tab in 1986. I'm your friendly neighborhood slumlord. Oh shit! So they save the day. Sure, they sure they do. Like the centurions are known to do, man. We've got as per '80s cartoons with a bunch of mustachioed dude men in them. Scenes of guys just breathing in space like it ain't no thing. <laughs> yep. Got that going on. Uh, Doc Terror does live to fight another day, if you can believe it. He escapes. <laughs> I'll get you next time, Centaurians. <laughs> I mean gadget. No, Cent- what am I recording this week? <laughs> Where am I? <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, Steve, because as we all know, you're Centurion's biggest fan. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh is there any other villain besides Doc Terror? Yeah, there's something called the Chameleon that shows up. He's like kind of he's a real Cobra ripoff. He does the snake voice thing oh, and everything. Oh, God, are nice. you kidding me? Yeah. I don't know if he's an underagent for Doc Terror or not. <laughs> Fair enough. Now it ends with a, one of my favorite things in cartoons. It's a more you know. Well, first of all, it does end with a joke. The joke is like, oh well, Lucy. Now that she she's going to have to pay penance for betraying us all, I guess she's going to have to clean her room. And I'm like, that ape has a room? That <laughs> ape is responsible for cleaning its room? More than Jake Kirby has. <laughs> well, also, the ape understands English because it gets upset that it has the to roar, clean its room. Roar, roar. <laughs> ook, ook, motherfuck. Doing ape jokes, huh, Jack? Stanley on a motorcycle. <laughs> With a hot babe on the back of it. He throws hot coffee in Jack Kirby's <laughs> face and wheelies out. Hey, baby, I ever tell you the time that I invented the X-Men all by myself? <laughs> vroom, vroom. Oh, my God. Spider-Man, that was all me. <laughs> uh, no, so it ends with Crystal, and she's doing this the more you know animal facts. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, you know... Today we saw animals get hypnotized by computer mind control. <laughs> and turned into cyborgs. <laughs> but in real life, animals have some pretty fun abilities on their own. And she's like, wolves can hear things at higher frequencies than humans can. Elephants, lower frequencies. And sharks, well, they can detect magnetism in the ocean. See you later. <laughs> and by the way, Merlin was real. Bye. <laughs> I guess this show's legally allowed to be on the air now. Talk to you later. <laughs> We're now putting the education section of TV Guide. <laughs> this 30 seconds. 
So was anybody embarrassed watching this? You know I wasn't. <laughs> I, I think this show is stupid as fuck, and it's a lot of fun. <laughs> if you can find it, I think it's on YouTube a little bit here and there. Uh, it's just a dumb time. It's kind of like what every uh, adult swim writer wishes they could write. Like It's like a parody <laughs> of itself at the same time. Right. It's kind of beautiful. Yeah, I mean, I didn't think it was that bad. I kind of like that G.I. Joe-esque animation. Uh-huh. It just hits me in the right spot. Yeah, I mean, the action scenes in this are animated pretty okay. Yeah. yeah. All those hilarious lion attacks and so on. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, don't, I wasn't embarrassed. I would recommend you have a tall glass of water by your side for this one. That'll make things a little more interesting. Get a lot smoother. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I could kind of see myself taking a late Saturday night blowing through a bunch of Centurion episodes. You know, Jack, I'm putting up a hotel next week. You want to come to the grand opening? <laughs> Gives him an address to a hotel. He's exploding. <laughs> or no, he's just a janitor. Now you're my janitor, Jack Kirby. <laughs> Clean these toilets. <laughs> That's Animation Damnation for the month of April, gang. If you want more We Hate Movies, check out whmpodcast.com. Until next time, I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Zadak. Eric Sister. Take it easy. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply.